Hello, Whovians, and welcome to the main channel, and welcome to the Doctor Who podcast. You've all been wanting to listen to Doctor Who discussions, or in any other better ones. <clears throat> Who knew? Um, and so today, in this fine, fine episode, we've got another special guest. We've got the one, the only, Philip Hawking. Hello. Now, for, now in Doctor Who podcasts, you always ask the same question. I'm going to go down the exact same route, because why not? When was your first experience of Doctor Who, and how did it make you a fanatic? Uh, well, I can't actually remember. <laughs> it was sometime when I was, sometime probably between the age of sort of four and six, maybe. Uh, I, I know my dad used to watch it when he was a kid, and around about that time in the early 90s, there would have been the repeats on BBC Two of well, what started out in the Pertwee years. And I do have a, a memory of watching The Green Death. So I don't know if The Green Death was the first one I watched, but I do know I watched it around that time. I also have a vague memory of watching the Peter Cushing movies around the same time. So I couldn't tell you what my first Doctor Who experience was uh, with any sort of firm memory, but it was it was something it was probably either a Pertwee or the Peter Cushing movies. I can't quite remember. Yeah, well, I, I have that issue too. I, I I just you just grow up with these things and then you forget when the first time your eyes lit up when <gasps> it, it's of course incredible program. Yeah, I kind of envy the people that uh, that are probably between our two ages, the people mm -hmm. that are in their sort of mid twenties that uh that have firm memories of the first time they watched it because they were about eight or nine when in 2005 when it came back on so there's a very clear point where they can go yep i started watching with rose and but i don't i i have no idea what episode i started with yeah and so and so what is your favorite classic who story oh that's a tough question i still haven't seen them all I still haven't seen every classic mm. Who story that is available. I'm, I, I'm a very slow completist. I do want to complete it, but I, I find it very hard to get a, get the time to get around to watching them all. So I, I've watched most of the Hartnell run, and I've, I really like some of those really early ones, actually. Uh, things like The Keys of Marinus I really like. That's a great one of, of the Hartnell era. And then I've, uh, what else have I watched recently? There's things like, well, I'm a massive um, sort of multi-doctor story fan. And actually one of the first bits of home media I ever owned was the five doctors on VHS. That's how old I am. Uh, in, in the sort of mid nineties, I owned uh, the five doctors on VHS because I had a bit of, I don't know, Christmas money or something. Mm. I wanted to buy a VHS and you know, the five doctors, you get five five doctors for your money instead of just one. So I thought that's the one I'd go for. So that has a very nostalgic place in my heart too. Yeah. And with with completing watching the whole of Doctor Who, which is um which is what I'm trying to do as well, uh, it's very hard because not every episode that was ever broadcast is still knocking around in in a in a compatible format because a lot of it's like the BBC have got to be a little bit too late, or they've found it, but it's not salvageable. And and going and going through with lost stories and Big Finish do a lot. Which lost story would you like to see being animated from Big Finish? Oh God, uh, from Big so so 
which story that uh one of the last was like one of the lost ones that the the bbc scrapped yeah so that they filmed it and then scrapped it like one of those uh probably dalek's master plan i think that's the one that i i would be most interested in you know daleks everyone loves the daleks and it's it's one of those epic ones that i think i think most people would really want to see that yeah and 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 i like the idea of like what looking at like audios and then seeing them animated because a lot of fans online have done that as well to try and show that you can do it even though they made it so it's more for your ears and and you're listening and yeah, there's a guy actually um, that I saw recently that I don't know if you've seen him. He's been animating like little bits of Eighth Doctor audios. Yeah. Uh, it's I, what's his name? I've got to remember it because I've got I'm going to try and find it because I saw him tweet something earlier on today, and it was a really good little. It was just a sort of sketch drawing animation of the uh, Eighth Doctor and Lucy Miller one. Uh, I, I think I think I know what you mean. Did you see it when they were yeah. running through the rain? Yeah, and it turned out to be mucus rain. Yeah. That I, oh, I wish, really wish I could remember what that's, his name was. I think but, that's just perfect. It's, it shows what the fans can do. Yeah, and it's such a great. He, this guy does a great animation style as well. It's it's really good, and um, yeah, I really, I think Big Finish should hire him basically. Yeah. Or the BBC, if you're watching or the BBC. BBC. Please hire fans to animate episodes. It's probably cheaper than, than Blue you. Fruity. Oh. That's that's his um yeah. that's his Twitter handle, Blue Fruity. Very yeah. good animation. Yeah, the link will be in the description on YouTube if I remember, uh, which I probably will or won't. Who knows? As we'll find out. Now a big finish, I think, since Doctor Who and when Doctor Who's not airing between between series big finishes there to fill the gap what's your top three favorite big finish stories oh yeah you asked me to think about this before i came on and uh i i really struggle because my mind i constantly change what's my favorite and it's often it's a lot of recency bias you know whatever's in my head because i've listened to it recently is currently my favorite but i tried to think back a little bit i'm a massive eighth doctor fan with the audio stuff so i have every eighth doctor audio so on cd i picked out um well actually the whole of this sort of time war run is brilliant but um particularly volume four with the davros stuff was really good mm. uh, some brilliant stuff there um another eighth doctor one was uh an unearthly child uh, sorry, no, An Earthly Child, um, which is one where Susie visits Susan and finds out he's got a great grandson as well. And there's a lot of really good emotional stuff in that and um, great character character work in that one. So those two are really good. And then the other one I don't have on CD because it was a short trips. Um, there is, and I think it was one of the Paul Sprague ones, uh, winners. Uh, it's called Forever Fallen by Joshua Wanisco, I think is, is how you pronounce his name. And it's a seventh Doctor short trip. And it's, uh, when I listened to it, I was captivated throughout the whole thing. It, it's basically, the premise of it is, all those times we see the Doctor give the villain one last chance to change their ways and not go through with their plan, because he always does. You know, he, like, don't do this. You know, what if the villain actually took him up on it and went, okay, I won't do it. And then what would happen next? And it's it, it's a really engaging story and it kind of delves into can someone be redeemed? Can someone come back from that? Can someone be de-radicalized? It's a really interesting story. Wow. 
and and with with um the time war and that i like how they continued susan's story in susan's war which which sort of like says they've not forgotten about her the actor's still alive i think she was still alive when she recorded it yeah and and it's good how like they've used her to to do something more than just sat around wondering will she ever appear back in the show since William Hartnell promised that she'll feature in it again. Yeah, and she's come back a few times since because she was in the Five Doctors as well, yeah. of course. So she's now met quite a few of the Doctors. She's she met all of the first well the, the the four that came after the one that was her grandfather figure, and and now she's met the eight. So you know. And and for one of my favourites that I'm currently listening to is um, the sixth Doctor one called The Middle. Okay, written, I've not well, that's, seen that one. That's written by Chris Chapman. And yep. the beginning of it is one of the great... It, it reminds me of the whole, like, Russell T. Davis era. And, it, and it's about this world where no old people are left alive when you reach a certain age. You get killed. Oh, kind of the Logan's Run type yeah. thing. Yeah, you're taking over. So it's like a whole android, and they scan how old you are. And if you, if you're like thirty, you go into the middle and do work. If you, if you the doctor's age, you you get pulled off and uh, dead. Oh no! Uh, and and you see and you see how the doctor how the system can't even work out the doctor's age, let alone the doctor himself. Yeah, can't work out how old and. With with all, all these amazing stories, a lot for fans to get into. What's your favourite Doctor Who video you've ever filmed? Oh, that's a good question. What is my favourite one? Sometimes, uh, I don't know, I might have to go and have a look back through what I've got on my channel because I've got a terrible memory and I forget them really quickly. Um, I don't... Uh, uh, well, I mean different ones for different reasons mm. so i've done i did the uh, series all about the time lord victoria stuff which was which i called the time lord victoria's canon update which is uh which basically i didn't want to review everything but i wanted to do a video covering everything mm. so instead of doing reviews of this big multi-platform event i did a kind of thing that uh, what what i wanted to do was create something that would be a useful resource so yeah. uh, every entry in in the event i did a i covered in a video saying what how it all ties in together how the story connects because it's quite a quite quite an interconnected sort of spy if you plotted it all out it's quite a complicated spiral diagram type thing so i I just wanted to provide a sort of continuity guide to it Uh, so that was quite fun to do um and something a bit different and i really enjoyed doing that and i tried to have a bit of fun with it so i did a few little comedy sketches in there as well did some stop motion with some Eagle Moss Dalek toys yeah. as well for a bit of comedy as well. So that that was quite fun. I enjoyed doing that. Uh, yeah, I think it's the things where I get to be a bit more fun and just uh, flex a bit of comedy muscle as well. So just even like simple edits of things where like around about the beginning of series uh, 11 and 12, I did like little comedy just edits of things that were quite fun uh yeah there's there's yeah those sort of things i think things where i get to do a bit of comedy yeah 
and with with you at YouTube show being like your home to home your creative stuff, would you ever? And I know I know it's like a, a hard thing to do because a lot of people do it. Would you ever make your own fan film or fan audio drama? Yeah, I'd probably be more likely to do an audio drama. I have a I, I have background in working in in audio drama from a behind the scenes point of view anyway for, uh, in in my professional life. So I. I probably would be interested in doing that. So uh, it's the time. <laughs> it's, it's one of those things which is like, ah, oh, that that would be a great project to do. Yeah. But I I know I'll it like getting around to it is the hard part. I'd have to write the script, and then yeah. it just takes a long time. Like I've I mean to give you an example of how long it takes me to do anything. I've got a video coming out this weekend, which is my Doctor Who book collection, and I filmed it in february 2020 i filmed it wow. over a year ago and it took me this long to get around to editing it because there was a lot of um a lot of sort of cutting and and i didn't just do it like i was going down a shelf and pulling them yeah. out i sort of cut between each one so there was a lot of editing still on it yeah. and it and I, it took me a year to get around to doing so i have a feeling that if i tried to do an audio drama i would like to mm-hmm. but it might take me a long time <laughs> yeah and would you ever see yourself being in an audio drama of some description? Yeah, I've been in other fan audios before. I've been in one of um, uh, Miles Taylor's ones before. Um, and I, I'm in one of the upcoming uh, Dominic Martin's series that he's got going at the moment, okay. uh, Doctor Who Remnants. I'm in one of those that's coming up late in a month or so's time I think it's due to be released so yeah I dabble in a bit of acting as well here and there yeah and and speaking of uh, fan audios they're, they're really I, I think they're, they're incredible if you look at where Big Finish began and where Big Finish are you hear and you think incredible and then you go to BBC Sounds and you listen to Doctor Who ones and the odd other bits and bobs and that's incredible for what it is but fan fan ones like Miles Taylor and and then the who chases and and all those are just incredible out the ones you've heard which are your favorites wow the fan ones yeah um it's a good question (laughs) uh oh that's a good question because it's difficult to answer i'm going to defer on answering that just because now i've been in a couple of them it feels like it would be slightly biased to say either of even if, even not the ones that I've been in, but either of the two creators. Yeah, because they do they do create absolutely great stuff, both Miles yeah. Taylor and Dominic G. Martin. So they they create brilliant stuff. But it kind of feels like I'd be bit, being a bit biased. And, and there are fantastic other creators yeah. in, out there as well. I probably haven't listened to anywhere near as much as I should of yeah. them. Um Mr. Tardis's recent one uh, was good as well. The uh, Clatterer of Ivanhoe, that was really good. Yeah. Um, yeah, I should probably listen to some more, really. Yeah, and and I think I think what what would be really nice because uh, this community with all the creators do unite a lot. I reckon they should find do like a load of different like series where they where they join all the doctors together to so like miles and and dominic does their own doctors and then a few other people do as well so i reckon they should like do like a, a multi-doctor story but with fan created doctors and fan yeah and uh, i know on the sort of fan film side of things yeah um i haven't watched many of them um but i i gather that like 
there was a bit of that with with some of those the like the DW twenty twelve people crossed over with another one and and so there's been a bit of that I think yeah. in in the fan film bit yeah and and because I'm I'm a uh, film person more than an audio person okay so I do more I do more uh, visual things. Uh, looking at the list of short films I've ever made, they've never been the greatest thing. Some errors. There's one of the popular ones on this channel. I used blood, so ketchup, but it was really dark outside, so I just wasted ketchup on the floor. <laughs> made, made a mess in the dark. Yeah, and I and filming is so much harder. I mean, that's not to take away anything because audio is hard in its own way, yeah. but there is you just have to take into so many considerations because you still have to factor in the audio and you have to factor in the lighting and everything sound and lighting and you have to try and make it all work together there's so much more with filming that you have to try and make work at the same time which is why i don't think i would probably ever do do that because that's just that's probably a bit too much to think about once whereas audio drama you can relatively handle yourself you can you can record independently different people's lines if you need to um although i don't think that's necessarily the best way Often it's a necessity, but ha- uh, from when I've done acting myself, I've always find it better to be in a room with people I'm acting against, so you can kind of play off each other, or at least on on the on the line with them or something. Yeah, yeah, because with with audio you can easily simulate a monster with the audio, but with like visual you have to you have to use VFX, which is in in my personal experience very hard to do because you have to get you have to work on what to have monster you want you have to create it you have to you have to get you have to get the classic doctor who tennis ball and you have to get the really good reactions <laughs> to a tennis ball which is what um i think it was tosin that said it in in one of the panels he did a few years ago about how they were reacting to a massive monster but it was just a tennis ball that they were actually looking at yeah yeah and and what do you reckon they've watched themselves back? Do you reckon they've seen the Rome series? What the the people yeah, in the Doctor people. Who? Yeah, uh, probably. I mean, that depends. Some actors are. It's you know, some actors are like, no, I never watch myself in anything, and others will watch absolutely everything. And there's probably some people in between that watch some stuff. I I I know if it was me, I would be watching everything yeah. I was in. Possibly not with other people present because I'd be slightly cringing. Uh, but but a separate in, uh, you know by myself i'd definitely watch everything yeah. i was in yeah because it is that thing where you might really excite to see yourself on tv so you do you do yeah. something that you really like doing and you get to see yourself enjoying yourself and you realize you made an error there there and there Which yeah is, that's the worst thing but yeah um now with with all um with, with all the audios and that What's the first piece of home media that you remember ever buying? Uh, well, I mentioned this earlier. Uh, the Five Doctors on VHS was the the first sort of VHS. That was the first home media purchase mm. I got. I only ever owned two VHSs. It was that. And then fairly soon afterwards, I bought a VHS called Daleks, the Early, year, early Years, which was kind of a documentary slash clips mm. of various Dalek stories from the William Hartnell and Patrick Troughton era in fact actually the whole of that i think the whole of that what was on that vhs has recently been released in one of the recent releases um i think it was on the last 
think it might have been on the Power of the Daleks re-release yeah. animation one. Yeah. Um, so that I had that on VHS as well. Those yeah. were the two I had as a kid, and then I didn't have anything for many years after that until I started collecting the DVDs. Yeah, I kind of um, went through a period where, like, I I was into Doctor Who as a kid, and then it wasn't on the air at the time. So I, I as a teenager, I kind of didn't really engage with it much, and then came back to it again in the sort of early two thousands, like maybe a year before it came back onto telly. Yeah, and and with all the um uh, Blu-ray box sets that uh that you can we can't really see because I've hidden it really well, but I've got one of them back there. And what do you reckon the future is of them? Because they've not done the first two Doctors, and they've not done any new. What do you reckon the future is of them? I would imagine that if they're gonna, they will probably do them all eventually. Um giving waiting to do the earlier ones gives more time to get the animations done i suppose if they're going to put the animations on there and where they where there's missing episodes i would imagine if i was them i would be thinking that i want i'd want to release the season one for the 60th anniversary so release that in 2023 i, I would have thought that just seems to make marketing sense to release the first season on a big anniversary and and speaking of the 60th who do you reckon out of out of New Who and then the ones that are left from Classic Who, who do you reckon might return? Oh, I don't know. I would I would love to see all surviving Doctors in it. I don't know if we would get that for the main thing, just because trying to find a story that were... I mean, I love the five Doctors, but if you if you analyse it from a storytelling point of view, it's quite fragmented. It's not... It, it wouldn't... You know, there are whereas the the 50th anniversary special, because they concentrated just on those three doctors, they could have them together most of the time. They didn't have to split them up. And it made for a more interesting story overall. Uh, so I don't know. I I think I would love them to get Christopher Eccleston back. Yeah. Who knows? Um, given the fact that he's more engaged now, has done the big finish stuff, maybe. Who, who knows? Um, and maybe the others in cameos, possibly. Yeah. Like they did with the 50th, where they had like different videos of them all around when they were yeah. in the control panel. But I reckon they should like film like new bits instead of, re- instead of clicking yeah. old, old clips. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And actually, uh, assuming hopefully um, Caroline Ford is still around then getting Caroline Ford in it as well as the sort of only um, her and William Russell actually are both, if they could get them both in it, that would be great because that, you know, they are the only two cast members left from that first episode. If they can get them back in it, that would be great too. Uh, And, um, and with, with the 60th anniversary coming along, I I reckon they would like, like add more merchandise and have stuff on, on a, on sale and that and um with with all of it what what would you want to see return what format because i reckon that big finish should re-release like a couple of the cassettes that they used to do yeah they could do retro retro formats are all the rage these days yeah. as evidenced by the constant um vinyl releases that we're getting but yeah. but I've, i have seen things like retro cassettes being released as well so we're can you buy a cassette player now, now though? Is that going to be the next thing where, because 
well, people are still still making them, but I have seen recently that artists, when they release stuff, they release it on digital CD, cassette, and vinyl. Brilliant. <laughs> so Sony could free release a Walkman, yeah. or Big Finish could make their own called the Big Finishman. The Big right. Finishman, yes. yes. It only accepts anything that Nicholas Briggs is in. <laughs> and it, and it's his and it's his voice when it says power on. It's Nicholas Briggs saying power on. <laughs> That's a poor impression. Um now now going going to going away from the main show a little bit, out of all the spin-offs that uh, have been done within visual and audio, which one has been your favourite if you've if you've heard more like which one's your favorite overall um visual i'd say torchwood has been my favorite and on audio probably the gallifrey series that's been that's been really good i've enjoyed that one i've bought all of those i finally caught up uh, sort of late last year i've been playing catch up on it for a while i actually bought my first gallifrey audio probably in about 2006 but then didn't buy any more for a long time afterwards and so the last sort of couple of years I've been playing catch up every time they've had a sale or something I've bought a few more and I've finally caught up and, and all the way up to the time war stuff as well so yeah that that's really good yeah because I I um it was a few years ago I I because there's something called Huvian Amino if you've ever heard of it which is which is sort of a community for Doctor Who fans to chit chat. It's all about Doctor Who, and then there's a different type of aminos for anything. Uh, and I put on there about um, them doing a spin-off with Rose Tyler and about her in another dimension. And then, really funnily, a few years later, Big Finish then commissioned a one-series box set of the yeah. Rose Tyler thing. Have you heard that? Uh, yeah, because there was. Russell T. Davis kind of toyed with the idea of doing the spin spin off of her, didn't he? Uh, yeah, uh, Earth Defender or something it was called. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Um. And so, so, it, so, one of my final questions is, um, what would you want to see in a canine time quake type thing? Because <laughs> they had it was idea that it was going to happen, mm. but then they never officially said whether it was cancelled or whether it was going to continue. It was just a little bit dead in the air. What would you want to see from it after we had the Australian canine? Um, did you watch the Australian canine? Yeah, it was on Disney XD for me. Oh, okay. I didn't see it on Channel 5. I only watched the first episode of that, and I couldn't quite bring myself to watch anymore <laughs> because it wasn't very good. Um, but, uh, yeah, uh, I don't know, really. Canine... Is a difficult character to do by himself. You need a good supporting cast. Yeah. Um, so uh, I think you'd need like a more modernized design, like they had in that in that Australian series. Um, there was wasn't there talk of Omega being in it or something? Yeah, I I, I heard that. But that would be weird. I yeah. mean, like, why would Omega, like, why would K9 without any Time Lords be going up against Omega? I don't know, but it wouldn't be strong enough. Yeah, it would be a bit strange. So I personally wouldn't put Omega in it. I'd save Omega for Doctor yeah. Who. But uh, yeah, I don't really know what I'd want from a from a K9 series. So you'd yeah. need a good supporting cast, I think. Yeah, because um, I had seen on Amazon. I had always seen this on Amazon, but they they were. I don't know. I don't know whatever happened to it. But it sounded odd 
They were releasing a Bessie audio drama of the car, Bessie. Oh, okay. Um, have, you, have you heard of this? I, I don't know. Is it recent? Yeah, so it was, it was very, it wasn't, it was earlier, it was very recent. And it's, and you can get it on vinyl and it's about the adventures of Bessie. So it's like Brum, where Brum can't talk, but it's now Bessie. With, oh. with just Bessie on her own, and 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 I think they've got a narrator on board for it. But is it? Just... Oh, like Bessie come home. Yeah, is that it? Yeah, that's yeah. I'd seen that because I've bought um, because it's part of a range called Beyond the Doctor, yeah. which is uh, that they've they've got sort of it, it appears to be a series of what as what companions and stuff have done after the Doctor. Mm. Um, so I've bought the Romana one. I haven't listened to it yet. The Karyos Ring. But I, I, I wasn't sure if I was going to get the Bessie one. I'm not sure about that. Yeah. Uh, maybe, maybe. I was toying with it as well. But um, but for me, Bessie's one of those cars. So because I'm such a big fan of Doctor Who, I so want it as like my first ever car. I want to be able to drive. I don't know whether it's road, road safe anymore. But I want to be able to drive down the road in, in a Doctor Who car, getting wet yeah. because of all the rain inside it. Yeah, yeah. Topless cars, I don't know how. I hate the rain, so I don't think I'd enjoy it very much. Oh, but I don't know whether it'd be road safe anyway, because no. they're really old now and they've and everyone's trying to go all electric rather than petrol True. or whatever. But, you know, classic cars, if they're kept in good condition, can still be driven. Mm. You know, you have classic car shows up and down the country all the time. So, so uh, thank you for coming on to the podcast to talk about all things Doctor Who. And if you want to hear, and if you want to hear more from Phil, head over to the third channel, which, uh, as you as the time we're recording, is called the Weird Side. But if you listen to this in the future, it might be called either Tom Does TV or Tom Talks TV. The witter on too much about TV. But hope you enjoyed this podcast if you listen audibly. Hope you enjoyed looking at our wonderful faces. And thank you for coming on. No worries. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. And hope you enjoyed this video. And time was time out. Bye.